Welcome to episode 29 of the Butters Podcast. This is my conversation with Laura Saxon-Jones, a fascinating human being, uh, an amazing dancer, and a former member of the Royal New Zealand Ballet. Uh, thank you so much to the crew at Sweet Mother's Kitchen for looking after us and letting us continue our conversation even after they had closed for the night. Uh, I think they could see that our, our conversation was in full swing and they didn't want to interrupt and they were so kind to let us just stay and, and keep chatting even though they had uh, closed the doors and, and, and were about to turn off the lights. So thank you so much uh, to the peeps at Sweet Mother's Kitchen. This conversation is made possible thanks to my patrons. And if you too would like to support the podcast and to help make these conversations possible, uh, jump onto patreon.com forward slash butters. Uh, and a very special shout out to a very good friend of mine, Philip Simpson, aka Gump the Cow, a former uh, Niner and one of the most fearless people I know. Uh, mate, thank you so much for your patronage and support, n not only here for the podcast, uh, but also always on the rugby field. Uh, cheers, mate. Thank you again for tuning into episode 29 of the Butters Podcast, my conversation with the lovely Laura Saxon-Jones. Enjoy. I'm just gonna do this. Yeah. There Cheers, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. Oh, that is really good. See, that is my kind of wine. So you you like a Syrah more than a Pinot, just, Pinot Noir? Just like red wine. Yep. You like a deep dark Merlot, like a really heavy Anything that comes in the colour red, essentially. Oh, right. Really? <laughs> yeah, when I was kind of starting to drink red wine when I was a bit younger. Not, you know, really young, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> of age, young. Um, I, yeah, was introduced to Pinot Noir and I really loved it. It was like all I would order if I was at a restaurant or whatever. And then one day I just, I felt like I grew up and was like, oh, I need something so much more old and deep and all those words that you use to describe wine which I actually don't know what they really yeah. <laughs> you know I just I drink wine and think that's delicious um, but I don't know anything about it but yeah this is my kind of wine for sure I like that I like that you live a, like do you live near wineries do I live oh because I live in Nelson yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought you meant at the moment I was no, like no, no. well maybe. look Nelson is full of beautiful wineries for sure Actually, the people that I'm staying with here in Wellington, they yeah. own the apartment. Um, they were so generous to take me to a winery in Nelson because they actually reside in, in Nelson. But they have an apartment here to come visit and watch all the beautiful ballets and performances that are, you know, they're big fans of yeah, the yeah. theatre and all things art. So that's very generous. But yeah, so we, we went to a couple of um, wineries, but it's not something I do on the regular for sure. Basically, the only reason I drink wine is to pair it with my cheese. For right. sure. <laughs> That's the main motive there. And you love your cheese. I'm learning this about you. I love cheese. I just think you're the better. The, I completely. That should be my motto for life, essentially. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love cheese. That's cool. <laughs> Why? Did I ask you that last time? I feel like no, you haven't. And these are the questions of life, right? I mean, it just excites something inside of me, like. When I eat cheese, I just 
it's like I slow down from it, you know, and just like really, whenever I eat cheese, much like when I drink wine, I smell it first, and then I like completely just, yeah, revel in that moment. I don't, it's not like I'm eating cheese whilst I'm looking at, you know, a painting. Well, I could be doing that, but <laughs> I'm generally, if I'm eating cheese, it'll be like the focus point will be on the cheese, yeah, for sure. Wow, I've never heard someone kind of talk about it like that. Oh, it's smell it so and, good. and you just slow you down. Have you never smelled? Oh yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, yeah, I yeah. But I've never. I don't think I've ever. Like I think I might go, mmm, and then eat it. Oh yeah, you got to kind of like through each nostril. <laughs> Shove a little bit up there. Just yeah, get rub it, it on the insides. Keep it as a perfume. But but no, why cheese? It's just like my favorite all, food. I mean, all the things that are smelly and delicious. Yeah, it's interesting. I actually had a conversation with um, someone who's a very profound person in my life, or had a profound impact on my life. Oh yeah. Um, who was and oh. oh no, we can talk about it. I don't mind at all. Um, he is. His name is Jean Pierre. He is a French man, lovely French man. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we kind of had this beautiful experience together, beautiful friendship and like a romance last year. He lives in France, so it was kind of just this like interaction that happened, and then like we went our separate ways, and um, we still have like a connection, which is yeah. really nice. But yeah. you know, there's no the kind of person that I am. There's never ever a sort of expectation. Or I think we've kind of talked about that in terms of if you arrive at 8:05 and we're planning to meet at 8, I have no, I'm not going to be upset about that or angry. I have no expectation that you're going to arrive at 8. Like that's you know. Yeah, yeah. So the same thing here. Like I don't. Who knows what the capacity of that relationship will be, but it was this beautiful moment in time. Now he's gone. But anyway, I remember um, him observing about me that, and something I hadn't even thought of or considered, but the way I experience the world is often through my nose, <laughs> through like sense of smell. I really, for me, I love smelling things as a way to understand them which sounds bizarre and ridiculous um, but I yeah I just I really do appreciate and love smells whether it's you know oh, no 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 please oh I reckon I mean unless you're hungry which no no it's okay. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay thank you very much I am craving for the cheese right now oh yeah like <laughs> they don't have no, cheese on the menu <laughs> yeah do you have cheese on the menu we have a cheese quesadilla. Well, perfect. That's cool. I'm offended now. I'm offended now. No, no, that's fine. Thank you, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, cheese is life, for sure. Yeah. Um, so, sorry, sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. Not at all. But I do. I really like to smell things. That's just... So, you experience life through smell. Yeah, absolutely. Really intensely. Like, for example, just to understand something. To have a better... I don't know, to have, a, to have knowledge about something for me often comes through my nose and through touch and obviously all my other senses too, like much like yourself. But I feel like some people maybe really rely on their ears or their um, eyes or whatever through sight or hearing, obviously. Um, and for me, like, smells just the way to go. It's whether I'm like meeting a new person, I'm not, you know, sniffing them out in a weird way. It's just, it's like, I'm sorry, I've already smelled you, you know, it's just, it's just how it is. I don't know, it's not. Okay, so what about the scenario of, you know, we, we base things off first impression as animals and as a survival thing. Oh. No, 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 that's fine. Thank you so much, though. He is a very Lots thoughtful man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so sweet, he's still smiling. <laughs>
Um, that is very kind of... He thinks like, that you're the one who loves cheese. It's given all the cheese options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Too good. Um, but, you know, fight, uh, like, like, like we, we assess danger mm-hmm. uh, first and foremost by what we see. So we do, even though you should never judge a book by its cover, mm. we do look at something straight away and make a judgment on it. And Absolutely. supposedly it's because it's a safety thing. Mm-hmm. Do we trust the person? Do they look trustworthy, what, approachable, whatever? Absolutely. So I wonder whether or not you may look at someone and even if they're dodgy, you're like, well, I haven't smelt him. <laughs> he, might, he might smell friendly. Exactly. <laughs> In which case, you're, you're, ta- you're, it's, it's, when I you're go unique. Back, yeah, when I walk home and I like walk through the back alleys, it doesn't matter. Just, my nose is, <laughs> nose like, is switched on. <laughs> people are like, he looks dodgy. And you're like, oh, you know what? I'll go up and smell him. I'll, I'll yeah. let you know. Exactly. Uncle Jeffrey, he's yeah, fine. Yeah, he smells Don't dodgy. <laughs> Let's get he's out of here. <laughs> Um, interesting. Oh wow. Yeah, but I never considered it a strange thing just because it was always my experience, like my <clears throat> the perspective in which I'm seeing the world and experiencing, I don't know, life in the universe for me mm. was always that way. Like I just so I, when people look at me like, oh, you smell things, you're weird. That's just normal for me. Like I don't understand how other people don't. So, what people know that you smell things? Is that because it's quite an now they will. (laughs) (laughs) Might just move my chair back a little bit. (laughs) Don't worry, supersonic smell. (laughs) Oh my god, this is. (laughs) That's honestly fascinating. You've given me like, the giggles. Now. Like I'm trying to understand how people know you do. Well, you know, it's a bit of an audible thing when you like just breathe in, so maybe they can hear it. I, I really don't. It's not that intense. Yeah, that yeah, was okay. very much just sarcasm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It definitely. I wasn't even aware of it until I met that beautiful man Jean Pierre that I was telling you about, yeah, yeah, yeah. where he was kind of observing how I observe the world, right? Um, and I just, yeah, I thought that was such a curious thing. Um, oh, so he helped you to discover that this definitely, is Definitely, yeah. So, I, I mean, it was normal for me to just smell things, but I didn't, I didn't realize, oh, wow, that is the way that I am observing the world. Like, it was never a conscious thought, okay, to understand something, I'm going to assess it with my sense of smell. It was just what I did. It's kind of like when you're hungry, you eat. You don't go, oh, I'm hungry and I'm going to eat until maybe you're an adult and you have more or critical thoughts or whatever. I never thought about it in that capacity. I just kind of went through the motions of it because it's how I learned. <laughs> God, honestly, this is, <laughs> this is fascinating. High quality content. <laughs> this is fascinating. This is why I don't ever plan any questions for these because I would never ever think to ask someone, do you smell things a lot? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, to be honest, I love flowers as well, almost as much as I love cheese. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And you were, you were actually saying last time that you're, you take your photos of flowers or something and that your sister was like, you take too many photos of flowers <laughs> yeah. on your Instagram, yes. there should be more of you or something. But yes, you were yes. like, I love flowers. I do, I do love flowers. And so to kind of compromise, I kept the flower pictures to a personal private account that people who, like, you know, my family, maybe like my auntie can follow that page. And... <laughs> And, you know, a more professional page for people who actually maybe are more interested in the other things that I get up to. Maybe, you know, if they're not, obviously, don't have to follow it. That's totally cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. 
Do you like it? Honestly, I don't know. Yeah, that's so interesting. Wow. Well, I, when, I, like, I, do you do you know where that came from, though? Like, did you live, like, we, you, you know, did you live on this uh, massive property with like a million different flowers and you just spent your time smelling them and as a result that yeah. sense of, of all of the senses sight and smell and, and sound and all that like like yeah. whether or not that was enhanced or or does it come from the fact that maybe your eyesight and your sense of touch are actually yeah. at a bit of a deficit exactly. and so for all you know the sense of smell is heightened for that reason because your I body's I can't feel anything honestly <laughs> You're dead kidding. inside. You're cold. You're cold-hearted, but your, your smell is great. Honestly, it could be like a superhero, you know. Yeah, sure. What would it be called? Like, yeah, Laura the Sniffer. Oh my god! Snipper. I want to be so curious yeah, yeah, yeah. as to how you're going to use this content. <laughs> the soundbite would be like Sniffer. <laughs> People's ringtones would be like, <laughs> Oh, you've seen the sniffer? Yeah. Oh, I'm a huge fan. Huge fan. Oh my god. This is, yeah, quality. Yeah. Quality right yeah. now. <clears throat> so, <laughs> to be fair, I don't know how you experience the world, so I am unsure whether I am in a bit of a deficit. <laughs> that is so great. But it's very. It's very possible that I could be um, relying on my sense of smell because my other senses aren't as, you know, um, sharpened or heightened. But I feel like I need to premise all of this conversation with I love to see beautiful things and I love to feel beautiful things too. I love to um, experience in every way, right? I mean, listening to a beautiful song is just as wonderful as smelling a flower or... I mean, it's all the experiences and it's in tandem, right? Your whole... how it makes you feel... Yeah. On the inside, but yeah, um, yeah but smell is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> to summarize, so then, yeah, so then something like cheese is, is oh. amazingly yeah. powerful but and just of course, makes you happy and tastes great. But it's cheese is not just the smell, right? It's like the smell is the first part of that journey, then it's the like sensation, the feeling of it like melting in your mouth. Like that to me is. And the different textures of oh, cheese. Oh, the texture. such a different texture. Yeah. Yes, of course. And how it pairs with a wine. Like, yeah, yeah. Very important. <laughs> so can I ask Jean-Pierre? Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, who, who I imagine in my, in my head is a very attractive Frenchman. Oh, of um, course. <laughs> he, he, uh, what was it that you did yes. that made him say, hey, you, were just, <laughs> you realize you were just like sniffing the shit out of that thing, right? For you to be like, was I? <laughs> Well, like, what was this something in particular? I can so see. I can so see how this could be wildly bizarre for someone else to no. hear this story. <laughs> Interesting and unique and individual. I, yes, yeah, yeah, you're not, so right. Not bizarre or weird. It's slightly bizarre. <laughs> not crazy at all. Not, yeah, not yeah. completely insane. Yeah. Um, just you wait till I get on to my other stories. Um, <laughs> No, no, no. I tell you about what I like to lick. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds bad. I was meaning it as like another form of like. <laughs> I can't tell if you were trying to be me or no, you I were being you. No, I was. <laughs> I can't tell which is 
just weird. That was well. not meant to be weird or rude in any way. I was just oh thinking touch and sight is like common, so I was trying yes. to think of another weird, <laughs> another weird thing. Yeah. Licking things would be weird yeah. depending on the context. It's like kids putting things in their mouth. Yeah. You know, like well, like kids put kids put things <laughs> in their mouth. So they everything do. they do, they 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 bite it and, yes. and they taste it because exactly. it's it's the way they're they're learning. Yeah. And this is what I mean. That's what I mean when I say, like, when you see or smell or hear or taste something, you're learning about it. Yeah. You're not just experiencing it, but you're actually learning. You're but I wonder, so, and, and that's what I'm curious to know. I'm, like, mm. like I'm curious to know if your brain, like, if it was something like your brain just took in, you know, if you're, if you're seeing something and touching it and tasting it and smelling it, you know, and if every sense almost had 20%, you know, and so every sense added up to 100%. But whether or not your sense of smell was so powerful that your brain was like taking in 80% of the information yes, from sir. it. Exactly. And so you've learned that actually this I'm is... I'm actually blind. <laughs> I don't know. Like, Am I looking in the right direction? I think it's fascinating. Or I wonder whether or not because you're a dancer and you're a very disciplined dancer and you've been dancing for years whether or not almost like when you're playing the guitar and you get calluses on your fingers yeah. you know what I mean whether or not you're, you're like there's a sense of desensitization to touch and movement such that things like smell actually become more um, I don't Intense. know yeah I don't know maybe I don't know these are the questions that I need answers to <laughs> okay I was hoping you would have the answers <laughs> look <clears throat> I guess yeah Kind of going back to the whole Jean-Pierre yeah. and how he observed that. Yeah. He is just a very, um, to me, was a very curious person when I first met him. Like, well, that's actually not true. When I first met him, I didn't even think anything of him. I didn't even really see him. It was just kind of like, cool, you're another person, whatever. But when we began having a conversation, I, I slowly understood that he the way he thought was different to a lot of other people that I know and it um, again kind of more of a long story short compacted that kind of sparked something inside me to start thinking about things maybe differently to how I would normally think mm. maybe from a different well always from my perspective but um, trying to understand other people's perspectives trying to critically think about these things but anyway that's a whole other thing but he, I was smelling a flower. <laughs> That's how he was like, oh, you're smelling things. And I guess just one day we were back together and um, we had this whole conversation about how people take in information from the world. And, and he kind of just explained to me that he believed that I was taking it from my nose. <laughs> wow. Yeah, kind of weird, eh? Where do you think you take most of your information from? Hey, I asked the question too. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I don't know. You're, like as you're talking, it's making me think. That mm. it's making me think. Do I take yeah. the time to smell the roses? Yeah. Oh, it's or, so important. Yeah. Or do? I love it. I don't know. I don't know. That's a really good question. Mm. I I I feel every time I have a conversation and and and, and I get a different perspective. Thank you. Um, I always find myself thinking okay I, I should try that because then I'm, I'm really stepping into a different kind of world I talked to Laura Anderson who's an avid reader and she talks about the benefits of reading mm. I have set a goal this year to read uh, 100 books which is wow. a really ambitious goal and I'm not much of a reader but I'm making my way through it 
I'm five books in, you know what I mean? And, I, and, I'm, and I'm, I am experiencing the benefits of reading. Um, you talk to people who talk about the benefits of listening to classical music and, you know, how it assists in, you know, the connection of synapses, uh, yeah, and, 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 and both sides of the brain being engaged and all of that kind of stuff. So I listen to more classical music and I try and really step into that and actually try and experience it for myself. Do you enjoy it though? Is it something I love it. I love it because to me it, it encourages me to not only hear about different perspectives but to actually put it into action and mm. you know walk walk a mile in a person's shoes type of thing course. so when you're talking about the smell mm. straight away i'm thinking to myself okay i need to start smelling things yeah. like more oh. well okay to put it in like a this is fascinating everyone oh, surely is, everyone oh. can relate to this though when you are in a relationship with someone a romantic relationship generally you will love the smell of that person right maybe I don't know I feel like for me that is such um, a big thing even not in a romantic relationship but in a for example um, at the moment I'm working with a dance partner who I've worked with for years and then we had a two three year break from each other um, purely because we were doing different things and we've come back to the studio just recently to start working together and it's amazing it's so I hate being so naff but it's just magical to me I absolutely yeah, I do have such a love for this person, um, even if it's not in a romantic way. But his smell, to me, is like, yeah, is just like home. I know that sounds so, again. It's like home. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. coming back and dancing together in that way when you've done that for a long time. But smelling someone who, yeah, like I truly trust them. I, you rely on them in a big way. Like they're throwing you around in the air. You've got yeah. to rely on them to be there to catch you and put you in the right place at the right time. Um, so I really, yeah, I, I just enjoy his smell, um, and not in a, not in a way that's more than just what it is, which is I just enjoy it. It's just really nice, yeah. Yeah. Whereas I've noticed in the past, people that I maybe don't connect with as intensely, I might not enjoy their smell as much as, I don't know, do you, like, people have smells. <laughs> like, yeah, is that just, okay. No, no, I don't know. No, totally, yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's, I don't know, I feel like everyone can relate to when you're intimate with someone or have a connection with someone. Generally, you, sh- you would know their smell. So I just do that with everything. <laughs> like this wine or this table or, or just this street. Like I know the smell of this street or going home to Australia when I get to visit my family. It's like as soon as you step off the aeroplane, it's like, this smells like Australia, you know. Mm. And same, coming back to New Zealand, it's the same thing. It's a lot more, not that there's any competition, but it's very fresh here. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not in comparison, but yeah. What, what's up, how would you describe Australia? Oh, a lot more, like, rusty, not rusty, oh, that sounds yeah. awful, but oh, like, yeah. like almost... With the, with the yeah, deserty. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, New Zealand's very clean and fresh and green, you know. That's how it smells to me. Yeah. If green can smell a, a you know, a scent. Do you, have you ever had a dance partner that you've been paired with where the smell and you're like, I just can't, I, the, I can't get mm. past the smell. And the person might not smell weird, yeah. but it's just the smell yep. just doesn't register yeah. with you as... Well, this is the thing is it's not like... Even if I don't like someone's smell, it doesn't mean they smell bad. It's not like, oh, this person is 
not good or needs to like put on some deodorant. It's not that at all. It's just there. I don't know whether it's like on a chemical level that it's not. Um, again, it's just receiving information. I'm receiving the information to say, okay, that's not the right fit for me. I don't know if that's like a on a way biological level, like for procreation or what that is, but it just the information to me is like, okay, I'm I'm not enjoying that as much. But um, I guess I have been paired with a partner that I was like, yeah, I'm not like I'm not enjoying this. It's not right. But funnily enough, I'll keep you know I won't <laughs> reveal their name for obvious reasons. But um, over I ended up working with them for quite some time, and I ended up um, really enjoying like the person that they were and loving um, yeah really loving them because of who they were and, and thus their smell even though it wasn't like it wasn't like oh yeah I really connected you on that this way it, it I began to enjoy it which is again so such a strange I don't know it's such a weird thing and I can't believe we're still talking about smell but <laughs> Well, there's a lot to discover. <laughs> there's a lot, yeah. I mean, totally. th there are those things that we smell that stink, and but it's yeah. you know it's that whole thing of it's kind of like you're like oh, and then a couple of seconds later uh -huh. you're smelling it again because it's like <laughs> it's just it's that curiosity. It's of you're very curious. Smelling something stinky. Well, often I find that if I yeah if something smells bad, that's when I'm going to be intensely smelling it more, right? Because it's like oh that's weird, and you're again trying to discover what it, what. You're just, just trying to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're inquiring. You're learning. You're evolving. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this makes me think of um, dogs. Dogs. And, and how they... I am born in the year of the dog. Really? Yeah. Well, in the Chinese, you know. Oh. Ah. Um, how dogs... Uh, you know, dogs sniff other dogs' butts. Yeah, they do. And we have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> as a dog walks past, literally, yeah, that's funny. He was looking very um, curiously. Yeah. <laughs> but how dogs sniff other dogs' butts, or I, th I think there are like there's a gland near the. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, and, surely and it's not for any other it reason. It registers all the information, the health of the dog, <laughs> all this kind, or like a myriad of different things that the dog like smells takes it in mm -hmm. and the brain's like all right this is the dog this is the health of the dog and i think a lot of that uh or a lot of the information too would relate to whether or not the dog would be an appealing mate yeah, for procreation purposes so when you talked about that too i guess that makes perfect sense we as animals absolutely would um yeah one could argue that we're constantly in a state of just yeah i, I guess that's the whole um when you make judgments and assumptions about people, it is obvious. It's not all a negative thing because you're right. You're learning to see if it's if something is dangerous, if there's a situation, or if there's a person that's dangerous, or, or you shouldn't be um, interacting with for whatever reason. Yeah. Like, okay, they're gonna harm you, or or if just they're not the right mate for you to procreate. Like, it could just go back down to that level. But I don't know. I um, haven't done too many studies about that. I've just been dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Spending all my time dancing. And Segway. <laughs> I see what you did there. You're Look, like taking it away from smell. Sometimes yep. when you're dancing, you have a lot of time to think as well. Well, that's not true. When you're dancing, for me anyway, it's very much like... It's like the cheese thing. When you eat the cheese and you just surrender to that moment and you're not consciously doing anything else, you are just doing that. Same with the dancing. When you're actually dancing, you're not training and working and thinking. You're just being. It's so nice. 
Imagine if we just lived every day and every moment like that. Just being here, enjoying connecting with someone, enjoying sitting down on this comfortable seat or uncomfortable seat or whatever. <laughs> Hearing the laughter of people and like the groovy tunes in the background. You know, it's just so nice to be in the now. It's easier yeah. said than done, I think. Yeah. I think. You seem like a very present person. I, I hope does so. that come from dancing? The fact that you you're just there. No, definitely not. Oh, okay. Maybe I don't know, but I don't. I feel like um, <clears throat> the last few years in my particular life, yeah, have been full of um, experiences that have helped me grow and uh, just I don't know take a lot more responsibility for the things that I want in my life and being yeah present and enjoying these moments is definitely one of them. Um, there were a few dancing experiences that I had when I was training and I was so caught up um, trying to achieve a, a goal that I wasn't enjoying the journey and the, and the yeah, the adventure up to that, that final, you know, goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think, look, it's really important to have objectives and to have aims and that maybe, um, not for everyone, but I, it can be great to have like an end purpose. Um, I mean, purpose is never a bad thing, right? It gives you yeah, ambition sure. and yeah. um, drive to like do things. Resilience, like get up and do things. Um, but yeah, I, I was finding I wasn't enjoying the journey and, and that was a long journey. So that's what kind of, you know, you have to reassess and make changes. And for me, being really in the moment and acknowledging every, every uh, movement, every smell every you know thing that I did was such a game changer just being like ah I'm gonna yeah enjoy connecting with this person now and be here or I'm gonna enjoy um, dancing in this moment or you know going for a swim at the beach or whatever it is not thinking about too much in the future you can assess time or you can sorry um, put aside time to you know plan and do things like that yeah, yeah. it's kind of like what we were talking about um, when you run into someone and it's going to make you, you know, 15 minutes late for someone else, sometimes it's okay to to just be in that moment and say, I'm going to give yeah, yeah. This, this moment a, a, I don't know, my full self, yeah. other than just kind of half of me. Yeah, what's, yeah, 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 what's, what's, yeah, what's more valuable if you ran into someone that you hadn't seen for years, but you're like, oh, I can't stop and talk because I have an appointment at one o'clock, mm -hmm. or whether or not that person the one o'clock is like take your time yeah, like yeah, catch up with them I don't mind mm. um, yeah totally. yeah I love that we've discovered that we are the same yes it's like it's so you if, if you're late that's awesome because yep. I'm probably either late myself <laughs> and not very late or if I'm there I'm not fussed that you're late because mm. I have been late to things and yeah. I'm really really grateful that the person's mm. like not fussed about it either absolutely and then, yeah. there's a time and place to be punctual right like okay Sure, you have surgery. Maybe don't show up late to that. Like, you know, oh, you've got a plane to catch. Be on time. Yeah. But general life, just like be open to life happening to you, which often doesn't happen exactly as we plan it. Yeah. Just right. no expectations. That's right. Have a plan, but also be adaptable, yeah, I be think. Adaptable. If, yeah, yeah, be adaptable, yeah, versatile, absolutely. Yeah. I think that's, that's so, such a useful piece of information that everyone should have, surely. Well, because it seems like such a frustrating life when people are like, oh, the, the train was late. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you can't control the train. And for those <laughs> that I know, friends who catch the train, the number of time that the train's late, I just think to myself, surely by now you would just not 
expect that it's always going to yeah. be on time. But then, in saying that, I imagine in places like Japan where they are renowned for being to the minute, yeah. never, never yeah. being late, um, then it's a different type of situation. You catch the train, it says it's coming at 7.30, you expect it to be there at 7.30. But I think so many things can not go according to plan that your entire day can be, or so much of your day can be filled with frustration mm-hmm. and disappointment. Whereas those free spirits, I think there are pros and cons. Those free oh, spirits definitely. who are so free that they just kind of wander down the road. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. And that's yeah. obviously, well, it depends what you want out of life. Right? Yeah, it's your well, life. Exactly. But, but you're right, like that wouldn't appeal to me. Just floating around and not having any sort of purpose. Surely not. I mean, anything would get you down then if you just didn't have any purpose. Yeah, I, I, must, I must admit, people... People and every and everyone's great. No, no one's right. No one's wrong. I think um, people in my life that I just love being around are people who are they're real kind of proactive. And it's kind of like, all right, we're setting a plan. We're coming here. We're organizing a BYO. All right, what are we doing? They're quick to jump in with suggestion. You know, we've got this place or that place. They'll be like, okay, no, no, okay, let's go to this place. I'll book it. All right, table for ten. And they're just like straight onto it. But when you're, you love friends. Yeah. But when you're there, then it's kind of like, but like even within that structure and that proactiveness, they're also w- ready to, at a moment's notice, just completely change and then not fuss. It's, it's that balance of both. Those people to me have like, have cracked the code for life. They, they, they just, every day is amazing. It's they're, they're getting things done, but they're also they're getting things done because they're planning, they're proactive, but they're also experiencing things because they are open and and ready for spontaneity um, and for ad hoc things to pop up. It's amazing, I, and I think it's a skill to be comfortable in both. It's the yin and y- the yang, I think. Absolutely. Those people love life. Yeah. They want the experiences. Yes. Yeah. I feel like. More often than not, most people would categorize themselves as either the yin or the yang. Mm. They are either very structured, um, committed to the time, mm. don't like to be late, or they're completely free. Mm. <laughs> but to, to have both and a balance of both, oh, yeah. I guess that's, that's what makes up the, the whole yin, of the yin it? and the yang. Exactly. That perfect balance in which you achieve the most, uh, I don't know, the, the, the most benefits and rewards. Satisfaction. <laughs> Wow, they are some happy dogs. <laughs> They've been stiffened butts. They have been. They are smelling a lot. <laughs> wow. Wow, they must be brothers for sure. Or sisters and or mixed. Yeah. They were heavy breathing too. They Ooh, were. They'd, they'd walked up a hill. Wow, so like, many sounds right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is a sound bite for sure. Yeah, yeah. Only finally, nice just getting a little bit dark now. We're hitting that twilight. Mm. We're heading into twilight. That's right. You brought up twilight again. God damn it. Do I? What? You're a vampire. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing. You might not remember. You have a lot of conversations. Wow. Look at the contrast between the motorcycle and its little friend next to it, the bike. The, the modest mountain bike. Yes. She's feeling very self-conscious right now. <laughs> yes, she's turned away. Yeah. <laughs> Both my um. It's a nice bike. Yeah, it sounds nice. Yeah. I really like that. Very grunty. It's like a wine. If you compare it to a wine, it's a very grunty, yeah. deep, 
exactly. Merlot. Yeah, paired with an excellent blue cheese. <laughs> Which is the stinky motorcyclist the, on the yeah, exactly. Israeli. If that was a cheese, <laughs> would be the bluest of all. Um, both my mum and sister uh, rode motorcycles there for a long time. I was just the odd one out. Such a really? bummer. Yeah, need to get on that. Were they, were they quite bogany? Well, like, not, not, <laughs> no, 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 not saying that in a negative way. Well, I definitely would not say they were bogany. I would say um, they're both nurses, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Both your mum and your sister? Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, really cool, eh? Yeah. Um, yeah, so interesting, actually, being surrounded by, like, medical professionals. And then here's me, you know, the artistic nomad. <laughs> But, yeah, they were definitely the cool pair. Anyway, I like bikes, but I don't know anything about them. Mm. Do you like riding? Have you, like, been on with your, like, sister or your mum? Like, do you love being on a bike? I wish that I had. I've had the opportunity once when I was, I would have been, like, 11 or something, I think, on the back of a bike, and it was my mum's friend's bike. I had to hold on to the back. I don't know why I wasn't, like, holding the person in front of me. Isn't that etiquette like you hold the person in front I don't know could have been their smell you might it could have been, have been like, nope. their smell maybe I was already like nah <laughs> yeah definitely not <laughs> I would rather die but, than... <laughs> yeah. I think I, I think you can do either or they've got those sandals on the pillion on the pillion uh, yeah. second See, part yeah for, that yeah. vocabulary is very unfamiliar to me I just don't even know that I just like the sound of that part. I'm assuming that's correct it could I'm be I'm a fraud yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway my goodness but they're, they're very powerful beasts, motorcycles. So too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think so. It can be very accelerating. Exhilarating. Also, yeah. Well, my, um, along with my mother and sister riding motorbikes, my, well, she doesn't even ride a motorbike. It's completely separate. But my flatmate slash best friend, or one of my closest friends, is a uh, paramedic. Oh. Training to be a paramedic, so yeah. she works in the ambulance. And she has seen some crazy stuff, often to do with, you know, um, road incidences and oh, things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so you've got to be really careful if yeah. you're a cyclist. Be yeah. careful out there, people. Good advice. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, especially in Wellington too, I don't know. Yeah. But it's, we're Probably. still becoming a cycle city and it's probably many, right. many years mm. until we're coexisting on the roads. But totally. Yeah. I couldn't do it here. I wanted to ride, not like a motorcycle, just a yeah, bicycle. bicycle. Yeah. Um, I was just too afraid, but now I don't live a fear-based life. <laughs> you don't? <laughs> no, I don't. Now I just do, you know, it feels right. I'm not going to be terrified to ride on the streets. Like, I'm going to do, if I want to, you know, ride a bike, I'm going to ride a bike. So I did, but I moved to Nelson to do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the fear's still there. <laughs> I've just suppressed it a large amount. You will move an entire city <laughs> just so I can to ride show that I have no fear. Yeah, exactly. No, I definitely, everyone has fear. It's so normal. But I think there's a difference between letting fear control yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's and a big thing. Embracing the fear. Yeah, and just and acknowledging why you're afraid. I think is the yeah, yeah, even yeah. better step there. Yeah. Not what you said was exactly right too. I don't no, know. no, 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 <laughs> no. You're right. Yeah. But you know, I've got a question for you. Please. Yeah. You've been dancing for many, many years. Mm, many, many. Do you still do you still get nervous before a performance? Is it one of those things mm. that it, it you will always, even at your peak, whatever you're doing, you will always still get the jitters. But Aww. what you've learned to do, is, you've just learned to have strategies to say, yeah, everyone gets the jitters, but I just do A, B, and C, and like that's what you do. That's part of what makes a person experienced 
is the strategies that they've built around that. Is, is that the case? Or do you, are you kind of like, I can't wait to get on stage. There's no fear. I'm actually just amped for it and I lose myself in my performances. Or, I don't know. What's... Oh, I love that question. Um, it's, I really, um, yeah, I don't get nervous anymore. Not when it comes to performing anyway. Look, right. I, I can get nervous for the most ridiculous things, even if I'm aware of them being ridiculous. Um, but not for performing anymore. It's really, yeah, I, I haven't been able to like understand why that is. And it's not like a negative or a positive. It's not like, yes, I don't get nervous anymore. It's just an observation that I've made. Like, oh, I don't, I definitely get excited. I get um, like amped up or like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens tonight or, but honestly, like if something goes wrong or I think most people go are afraid because they're afraid something's going to go unplanned or something bad is going to happen or, you know, they're going to fall over or their costume's going to rip, whatever. I feel like I'm at that stage where if that happens, I just carry on. Like there's no, like I would feel comfortable to improvise until I remember the right step or if I, you know, if I fall over, just work with it and roll and tumble until you, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, and I think the, the audience is so forgiving in that way it's not like they want you to be good and I know that they're on our side it's not like audience versus performer it's very much like this experience that we're having together and I feel honoured and, and privileged to be able to incite emotion inside of people hopefully <laughs> that's, the, that's the aim anyway um, who are you know observing the performance so yeah definitely no no nerves anymore excitement right, right, right. for sure yeah. but so is that maybe part of it the strategy you've learned to be able to improvise if you maybe, need to and so yeah. you've got this you know you've got all of these strategies and this experience such that you don't need to be nervous anymore because you ha- you literally have a solution for any potential problem I don't know or maybe, Look, maybe if there was an earthquake and I was like on the stage probably wouldn't know what to do I'd probably just maybe then get a bit nervous but you know, I'm not going to spend my life in like, oh, maybe an earthquake will happen when I'm performing. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think maybe developing those, or just understanding and growing and as a, a, a human, um, you're right. It kind of just dissipated the, mm, the nerves. That's really know. cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Do you get nervous still? I mean, well, what's... I was thinking about it. The, so, like, chatting with a mate of mine uh, who uh, uh, we play rugby together, um, and he was playing for years. Um, and you know you have the whole thing. Excuse my French. No, no, please. Um, but you know French. you. you, you <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but you know you'll have like an, you'll take a nervous shit before the game. You know what I mean? Um, oh, yeah. You you, yeah. you kind of get out there. You do some warm ups. You see the other team. You, you look at the hookers and you're like, and, and the props and the flankers and you're like, like geez, why, why are there hookers? <laughs> <laughs> you look at the okay, hookers. Yeah, you're yeah. like, why are they here? Um, <laughs> You, you know, you look at the other players and you're like, geez, those are some big boys. And so, you know, you're kind of like, yeah. okay, you get a little bit nervous. Totally. Go back into the changing rooms, take nervous shit. I was talking to my mate Jace and I was like, do you get nervous? nervous? And he's like, yeah. Like, he's still, even yeah. with all of his experience, you it's still totally thing, you though. still get nervous. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's just, Energy. you just, yeah. You learn to kind of embrace it totally. and, and use it to your advantage. And you just, mm. it, it's almost like, you just kind of run at it. You learn, you know, a strategy could be as soon as it's kickoff. You just run as hard as you can. I at, believe you've got all the yeah. <laughs> You've got the nervous shits out. You run as hard as you can at the guy and you basically get tackled to the ground. And the moment that first tackle's out of the way, you're fine. Wow. Uh, you, you know, like yes, we were that, kind of talking wow. about things like this, that mm. they're, you get nervous, but there are strategies mm. 
and it's just it, it never goes away but it kind of reminds you that you're constantly challenging yourself absolutely because if yeah. you ever potentially came into rugby game and you were never nervous like maybe if you were Jonah Lomu and everyone compared to you was tiny then yeah you don't you don't need to be nervous you know you what I mean just walk out there yeah um, but for everyone else for the mortals um, you're you'll be nervous but it's learning to understand that that's normal and it's actually a good thing it, rem it reminds Absolutely. you that you're Absolutely. yeah fallible you're alive um, and it has to be healthy as well yeah, yeah, right yeah. I mean if you're not nervous you know for no reason at all pleasure um, <laughs> second cheers of the evening wow. what are we cheersing to though I don't know I don't know being mortal cheersing to you Oh yeah. Talking, yeah, and talking, yeah, conversational, conversational joy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, that is really my kind of wine. I really enjoy that. That's delightful. Are you still enjoying it as much as you were the first sip? Well, I took a really big gulp. No, I took a really big <laughs> smell. Oh, did you? Yeah, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. I said no, gulp. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how you're supposed to drink it's wine, not, eh? People know that I'm an alcoholic, okay? <laughs> well, they will know now, just like they know I, I'm a sniffer. <laughs> Who drank these other three bottles of wine? <laughs> um, oh my goodness. No, I took a big, I like, I, I, I really I, yeah, smelled yeah. the bouquet of mm. the wine. It's so good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Thank you so much for these interesting. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm the one who's learning. No, I, I honestly, I really, I highly admire you for and people like yourself who, yeah, go out there and are genuinely interested and intrigued about you know, just people's experiences and people's perspectives. I love that. I think that's amazing. I, <laughs> I do. I appreciate that. It's just honesty, you know. I, I appreciate that. I have to be honest, I think if anyone was in this conversation where we were talking about smelling, I think everyone would be intrigued. So Look, you, make you, it easy, thank you make it easy for me to stay intrigued. Yeah. Uh, no, I appreciate that. That's very kind. the sniffer. <laughs> sniffer. Um, Honestly. I, <laughs> I'll have to move countries after this. I know there are... I, the thing is, this, I is the, <laughs> this is the web thing. And I know there are a bunch no, of people who to. listen to this podcast who are always like uh, really cool and like, you know, always chat about what they learned after that um, work in the creative arts and work at Weta. Oh, God. So I would hope that there would be someone who's like, yep, there's a comic book. <laughs> the sniffer and they've already started like sketching. Well, that's amazing because, again, I'm a big fan of Weta Workshop, Weta Digital. I love what they do. I've had the privilege of working um, in some capacity. In, you like, were doing some mocap, yeah. yeah which, photos. That's oh my goodness! So tell me about that. The coolest thing. Um, so completely unrelated to Weta, I was just professing my love, um, confessing my love for them just now. But um, unrelated to Weta workshops, I had the privilege of working with a lady named Carrie Thiel, and she. Um, okay, so have you seen a film slash trilogy? It's called Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Just checking now. Yeah. <laughs> so she basically created all the fights in the Lord of the Rings. All of the fights. Like she is a fight master. Wow. She um, basically does stage fighting and um, has an incredible wealth of knowledge about these kinds of things. So they brought her over to mocap all the fights and create and stage the fights. Wow. 
Yeah, so she kind of was meant to stay here for I think like four weeks or something and ended up staying for eight years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And I had the pleasure of meeting her when I was at the ballet company here. We have a national ballet company here. Um, we were performing Romeo and Juliet. And of course there's, you might not know, but in this story, um, there's a lot of fighting between um, Montagues and Capulets, mm. these families. And unfortunately the women actually don't get to fight, um, not with swords anyway. So that's very sad, but we got to have like a day session coaching on like fighting um, with these. We actually used a deck of cards, which was really fascinating, just you know for safety reasons. Oh, yeah, so you're yeah. just like pretending because it's very important oh. how you hold the. I think it's gotten the name of well, essentially the handle, but I think there's a oh, name yeah, for yeah. The, an actual right. sword. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I met I met with her and I connected with her and I basically just said to her how much I enjoyed working with her and how much I hope to see her in the future and to learn more from her was coming from a very genuine place like I I call her like a lady boss like I really admire people who just are a master in their field and she is a master in her field and just watching her was captivating so I just told her because I just felt compelled to and somehow we managed to stay in touch very loosely over the years and um, I was kind of assessing my, reassessing my life after I left this big dance organization that's here in, um, in Wellington. And I was like, oh, you know what I'd love to do? Like reconnect with her. I don't even know why, I just thought that would be cool. I think with her knowledge and understanding of stage fighting but also mocap really interested me. I really thought that could be a fascinating world to, or a career to start yeah, or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and she ended up telling me that she was doing her um, masters in um, theatre directing, and she wanted me to be a part of her her end project. Yeah, so that was really cool. So we ended up collaborating um, on this amazing. Oh my goodness, I have so much respect for this woman and project. It was at Bats Theatre, just around the corner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, we used the the top studio. She was focusing on intimacy directing, so. We use like an integration of live performance and mocap to kind of create this scene where people would go into a VR headset and when they went into the VR headset they would see the exact same room around them as to when they first walked in. So I'm not sure if you know much about VR or if you've experienced it before. Wow. I've checked oh. on a headset a few times, it's quite amazing. It's really like, intense, yeah. isn't yeah. it? It's amazing how quickly your brain can you just fall adapt into to it this. and you forget that actually right. that wall isn't there or that table isn't Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So you go to touch something and it's not there, right? Because yeah. you because it's virtual reality. Yeah. Well, in this particular situation, the room that you walk into is displayed in front of you on the VR headset as well. So you put it on, so if you go and touch the the table, it's there. Ah. So it literally becomes your reality. And what we had was this basically basically, excuse me, a storyline was about a dancer who um, was a creator and a choreographer as well and she lost her longtime dance partner um, who died in a tragedy and um, the whole I guess project was based around um, the dancer kind of interacting with this person right, yeah. who was in the VR headset who at the end you realize oh I'm you know I am that person well you don't have to be that person if you don't want to be the person who's died and gone to heaven oh, okay, yeah. Um, but it's called Dance Me to the End and essentially there's many opportunities where I would reach my hands out in the mocap suit so in the VR headset you'd see the same thing and you could take the or you could take the opportunity to reach out as well and actually touch 
for example, my hand, which is a real live person there, which you're seeing on the VR headset, which is a completely alternative reality, even though you can see it. Um, so what I should mention, I guess, is it was the same room, but distorted in a way, um, the material was distorted. So you could see the same dimensions, mm. but it was like made out of almost like crystal particles. Oh, so right. you felt like you were in another reality. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. felt like you were in another dimension, yeah. maybe. Um, so the figure that was me, which was dancing, wasn't me in my flesh. It was me in this crystal particle. So you would be interacting with this being. Um, and we created this whole solo slash could be a partner dance if you wanted to join in. Um, for this this motion capture slash um, yeah virtual reality piece it was so yeah it was yeah, wild yeah. we did it all in like just you know casual after hour um, times and she was very accommodating anyway I still I hope we hey dogs <laughs> oh hey hello oh, hi hi you're so lovely oh you are a good baby you are such a good baby. Wow, you're funny. Yeah, I tell you, so. Oh, they're nice. so good. Yeah, they're you're amazing. Good. I love you those too. dogs. I have so much slobber in my hands. Oh, you too. That is a lot of love they okay. just gave me. I'll get you a paper towel. <laughs> oh, I will just go. How about I go and get a okay. paper towel? I was just going to say, you have a before you wipe it off, make sure you give it a snack. <laughs> I'm going to leave. I want you to experience love. Yeah. <laughs> I don't realize I couldn't bear so to just <laughs> with a baby towel. I actually had to go and wash my hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you I just been reflecting? I love how one of the dogs like barks the other dog out. I was like, get out of there! Like, <laughs> I know. I think they heard us talking about them before and thought that yeah. guy was so nice, eh? He was like, so lovely. Stop. And they're all from the SBCA. That's Look, really cool. That's amazing because I don't know whether we should have asked if he had them since they were puppies or. Yeah, and, and if they were related, if they're brothers they or related. brothers and sisters. Different colors, different sizes, but. Yeah, but they do. Had the same all, yeah, look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Could just be the same breed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my wow. goodness gracious. I've learned so much. Have you? I feel like I... I've learned so much. Yeah. And, and, and it's... Uh, like, yeah. I feel like so many conversations I'm going to go home and I'm just going to have a million questions <laughs> that I'm going to want to ask. 0800. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Smell you later. <laughs> Do you say that? Oh Do you God. actually say no, that? No, I haven't. All right, Mum. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did use to, That's from The Simpsons, right? Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> oh I feel like... Pretty prolific Bart around Simpson. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. But I'm sure The Simpsons, there's that Bart character who... <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he, <laughs> he used to say, smell you later. Maybe I yeah, am. yeah, probably. Yeah. Eat my shorts, though, so oh, maybe his sense yeah. is taste. Yeah, he, eat my shorts. He's, that's right. <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, um, Homer, of course, is touch <clears throat> because he's always strangling Bart. Oh, yeah. That is so... That's, that's really, still that's allowed. Good. on the morbid. That is pretty inten intense. Excuse me. Wait, what's allowed? Oh, well, I mean, not strangling. Strangling is not allowed in real life. Well, I mean, I oh, don't you know, mean the Simpsons are still? Yeah, yeah, well, it's still allowed to be shown on TV, and you know, children yeah, yeah, watch yeah. it. 
Yeah. I don't really know. I haven't really given it much thought because I guess I used to watch The Simpsons as a young child and I never thought, oh, that's okay. You know, it wasn't a conscious yeah. thought that was like, I'm not, I'm definitely not an advocate for A, watching The Simpsons and or this isn't sponsored. It's <laughs> 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 <Smell> you later. <laughs> um, but look, I don't know. Mm, interesting. Mm, cartoons. I don't watch a lot of them, but mind you, recently, not recently, but in the last two years, I watched <laughs> Time is just, you know, non-existent. Um, <laughs> what do they say? Time is just a, you know, facade. A construct. A con yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. you're right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. If you're always living in the now, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's the time now? <laughs> that would be great. No watch is needed. I'm going to meet you later at the, the um, castle now. When's the show now? <laughs> oh, man. I thought I'm doing something else now. <laughs> What a series of beautiful coincidences, though, if we all just looked at our clocks and said, now, see you later, and now. The history books, and in now, <laughs> the invention of the printing press. Everything was invented at the same time. <laughs> That's insane. Move forward in time to now. <laughs> Have yeah. you had a past career in voice acting? No. I'm just highly sceptical of that answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have done a couple of voiceover things, but not cool. not in any yeah. way because my agent booked me in for that. Uh -huh. Though I did once get asked to do a hand modeling thing and I had to take a photo of my hand and send it to Kirsty. And I remember, I never got it, but I remember thinking how cool that would be because I felt almost like Zoolander where he's like, you're the like hand model. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Wait till they see your elbows. <laughs> Honestly, though, great elbow skin. Okay, that is weird. <laughs> I, don't, I haven't even looked at your elbows. It was just purely for the, the humor's sake. Okay. But, All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna, yeah. Elbows are a very you yeah, know, so why, practical why? part of the body. Yeah, you said that last time. Yeah. Why <laughs> elbows? Why, look, to be honest, there's nothing to do with the elbows. It was purely oh, to do with the comedic. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. yeah, time. Because I was because I, like, I was talking to you. I was like, yeah, like I've been loving getting back to the gym, being back, and you're like, oh, I could tell, like from your elbows. elbows yeah. <laughs> and I was so confused. Very, uh, yeah, <laughs> angular very elbows. Rigid elbows. They're looking How ripped. much are you list, lifting with those elbows? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, that's the... I mean, yeah, you're working your muscles, but you're working the joint, too. Let's be honest. Getting that flexibility funny. in okay. there. Okay, okay. I didn't realize I that mean, was your sense of humor. That's good. <laughs> you are... You must be in pretty peak condition all the time. You, you would have to be to be... Just, to do what you to do. What you do. Mm, I love that that's even a thing, right? Like, peak condition. We talked about this. Yeah. Yeah, not we did. aesthetic, but mm. functional. You know. Yeah, for me, definitely, it is a um, a mental health space or mental headspace rather, and mental health. Um, making sure that I don't put ridiculous pressures on myself that um, that di uh, discourage me from being my best. You know, what I believe is my best. Mm. I feel like I perform and um, can give so much more and so much uh, better quality, more efficiently, more effectively when I understand what I'm capable of and I understand my um, competencies and, and what I'm not as good at 
what I can continue to strive for and work on. But if I start thinking about um, my like what I look like from a from the wrong perspective, yeah. which for me is like fat percentage or you know uh, waist size or whatever, um, that's when it is unproductive and just time-consuming bullshit for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. But for someone else, I might you know completely might be a different situation, which is also completely valid, you know. Um, but yeah, I think for me it just means like get in shape, like actively working, making sure that you're still capable of doing the um, routines and the positions and the, uh, I guess, the fitness level that you need, but equally with your headspace. Yeah. But also one of the things that I really, I really loved about what you said last time um, we caught up was you don't shy away from doing things that may potentially, so if you're going for a massive hike up a mountain, <laughs> you won't you won't even give it a second thought of oh should I do this or should I not because yeah, you know it might it might affect my ankles and I've got to show you Definitely. for you it's 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 Life. yeah and it's yeah. almost essential because it strengthens you which will Absolutely. actually make you better in the performance anyway and I love that I totally agree well thank you I really yeah, like that yeah. you like that yeah <laughs> I really like that you like that <laughs> that was the better fluidity of that sentence sorry <laughs> um, yeah life is meant to be lived right What's the point of like holding back? It's like people who get a gift and it's so precious to them that they never use it. What's the point of having that gift in the first place? Yeah, like you've got to, I used to be that person who like my sister gave me a handbag once and I was like, I love it so much. I'm never going to use it because it's so perfect the way it is. Yeah. No way. Then I ended up realizing, oh, that's stupid for me. Again, for someone else, it might be different. Maybe they want it on a mantelpiece or like framed. Like that's okay too. But for me, I realized, nah, if I want to climb a mountain and like, Sure, maybe if I roll an ankle, um, it's different if you have a contractual obligation that you're like, okay, I need to be in a, in a physical condition that requires actual preparation for, sure. True. Yeah, true. Yeah. But generally, yeah. The, the projects that I'm taking on at the moment allow for me to continue living a very balanced lifestyle where I can climb a mountain and maybe have a tumble and still be okay. Mm. Um, or I can, you know, um, go running and my joints still be functional. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think that's so much, for me, it makes my life so much more interesting. And if I'm more interesting or interested in my life, I'm going to be more interesting for other people, hopefully, on the stage. You know? Ooh, ooh. Whoa. That is very Whoa. articulate. If Profound. you're more interested in yourself and your life, you will be more interesting you think so? in life to people. Oh, wow, that is uh, that is really cool. Oh, well, thank it's really you. well said. Yeah, I mean, there's that whole thing of, um, no, sorry. No, 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 yeah. sorry. I was no, just no, thinking no. out loud. That's good. You're yeah. living for yourself. Absolutely. You're living Absolutely. for yourself and you become such an interesting uh, person of depth and, 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 and experience. And as a result, people are fascinated by you. You that. have smelled so many things. Look, if you ask me about any cheese, I will be able to tell you that I've smelled it. <laughs> Not but much about it. Yeah. No, no, no. I, and that's the thing is, like, purely, I, I don't, I wouldn't look at myself and think, wow, I'm so interesting. Not like that at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can appreciate when someone else is really fascinating and interesting and I want to learn more about them. Um, but I do, as a whole, I think when people are interested in, in their lives and interested in like you reading your books like I think that's phenomenal I think that's going to be amazing for you reading is such a powerful tool mm. I want to do more reading 
one of your books that you have to read is The Five People You Meet in Heaven by, okay. uh, oh, what's his name? Maury. Someone Maury. Let me get back to you on that. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's such a good book. One of my favorites. Oh, five and people, actually, yeah. oh, The Five People You Meet in Heaven. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's his name? Something Maury. Anyway, um, but another book that Jean-Pierre actually recommended to me. Oh, yeah. So lovely. And he sent it to me, which I read in a day. It was a very short book. <laughs> the Night in Rusted Armour. A very the good... The Night in Rusted... Rusted Armour. Rusted Armour. A Ooh. very so, beautiful yeah. book. Very profound. Very um, easy and simple. And and like a child could read it and it's still um, as impactful as a someone on their deathbed who's like, you know, lived life. Lived and it's, it's, it's such a mind-opening um, yet simple book. I really want to say simple because it's not like oh complicated and you have to read into it. Well, you do have to read it, but <laughs> you don't have to decipher it. It's just clear and just beautiful. It's a beautiful story. Wow. It's hard to come by though, so it's a good, it? okay, good okay, okay. <laughs> But if everyone on the planet read that book, I feel like it would be a better place. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, it's just... It's just... It is like it is love, that book to me anyway. That book, and I don't mean that in a representate uh, representing like oh it was a gift from someone I care about. Not like that at all. But the book itself, it just you go on a journey, and it really um, I don't want to I don't want to say anything that like could spoil it. Just honestly, if yeah, you get the chance, read it. Like it's it. yeah. like this thick, which is only a little thick. Um, maybe couple hundred pages max not okay. even yeah. it's very I read it in a day like okay. super easy very thin you yeah this very thing. sorry this thick that was a very thin yeah. thing so my arms were clarify for people. very <laughs> close together it's, it's, a, it's a wide book <laughs> yeah. no 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 it's really not um okay yeah yeah beautiful book okay. yeah it's love yeah sure. yeah you're, you're talking about Jean-Pierre yeah yeah he's he's obviously had a very big impact on your life yeah, I yeah. I did want to ask you when you brought him at, at the beginning of, of the conversation you talked about that abil- ability to be able to jump into a connection but not necessarily give it any expectations oh, which, which I think is a very mature way to be oh, thank you is, is that the way you've always been no definitely not um, I think a lot of my life when I was growing I had expectations for a, a lot of it okay. um, well are we talking about connections romantic relationships everything and anything you know for example when I was training in ballet I had the expectation and the desire okay I want to a get into this school and then B get into this company and then C grow from this rank to a principal you know I had expectations for myself Um, and that's okay as I said like having a goal and a but when I say expectations I really I desired that so much there was no other option for me like I was either gonna have that or there was no second choice, uh, okay. yeah. and I think that can lead to a disgruntled way of living, or a disgruntled way of living, and uncomfortable. Um, yeah, if you're not open to just other experiences, I was never like, you know, pedantic, or I've really always been generally pretty easygoing. Um, but yeah, in terms of openness with connections, I think he probably was the first person that I allowed myself to fully embrace that in a genuine way I think I always wanted that and I always attempted that but it was easier to say than it was to achieve like I I truly am satisfied with the connection that we shared 
and you know he's away and we still have moments of connection which is really beautiful you know via like FaceTime or whatever um, and I, I truly do not know if I will ever see him again and that is okay like I, I don't I'm not yeah I don't it's just what it is you know and of course I can feel emotions over that like oh it would be lovely to see them again I would love that as I said he's had a really profound impact on my life and, but it's funny because I guess he as well kind of made me realize that these growths these growths and these like um, changes that were happening inside myself were happening because of me and not necessarily maybe he helped spark that inside me rather than like oh you you know you taught me so many things I think people do decide when they want to evolve when they want to grow when they want to make those changes yeah. for themselves for their own reality right you can sit around and be like bothered by everything or you can, you can absolutely yeah, yeah. and look there are external forces I'm not saying obviously there are situations that I would never wish upon anyone but it is interesting. I don't know. I just I feel like I definitely learned a lot from him, and having a very um, I guess I yeah I did learn that from me though having that that openness into a connection and just not it's okay. Things don't always need to um, have like a uh, like a timeline. You know, it doesn't have to be okay. I'm going to meet this person, and they're going to be the love of my life, or I'm going to meet this person, and. I'm so attracted to them and I'm like, they could be the one, like, you know, like that, excuse me. But just, just enjoy and embrace the connection for what it is, you know. Like, I'm thoroughly enjoying having this conversation with you right now and like watching your face, you know, as curious as it is, you know, reacting and responding to what maybe I'm provoking inside of you and, and then hearing what you have to share with me as well. Like, it's just so lovely and this is just a nice connection. Mm. How lovely is that? Mm. It is, yeah, yeah, it is lovely, yeah, 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 wow. I feel like that takes a lot of a depth of character to be able to to do that. Well, thank you know, you because there can, there can be a lot of longing and yearning and heartache and, and sadness if you connect with someone in such a powerful way, like it sounds like you may have had, and, and to then be willing to say, well, you know, I might not see that person again, and it was amazing. And I'm sure if you saw him again, you would love to reconnect. You know, the thing is, I don't know. Like yeah. maybe um, this is the thing is, I think some people. I don't want to be encouraging like, oh, if you meet a connection and and everything is so right about it, supposedly. And I'm not talking about a strong attraction, but I'm talking about someone that I don't know you align with a lot of things on and you could see them if this is what you're looking for if you're yeah. looking for like some sort of partnership or you want to investigate it further I'm not saying just let it go and you know never see them again and like don't make any effort like I'm not saying don't make effort because I think in the right circumstances effort is is crucial yeah, like, yeah, timing yeah. and effort is everything yeah. if you want to um, and again for like a friendship or a romantic relationship or whatever but, I don't know, I also really do have this strong gut feeling inside myself that is just following the path that is right for me. And for me, it's to be enjoying my life right here, having this conversation with you. And, um, you know, I'm moving to Auckland shortly for a, a new career, um, yeah, a job or a career path and career opportunity, rather. Um, and, well, hello. <laughs> And yeah, and I just, I don't know, I'm just happy doing what feels right for me. I think I have um, 
I have detoured from what feels right for me for other people in the past. And I guess I learned that that's not not the right thing for me. Right. I need to be honest with myself. And if it was the right thing, if it truly felt right, okay, to pursue that, then I would. Right, right. Um, but if I if I remove those exterior um, like temptations or expectations, of, oh, it would be so nice to have a life in Martinique. <laughs> he lives in a French island. Oh, right. right. <laughs> like, ah, that's not. I don't want expectations. I want to just enjoy my life and the connections that happen, like the one that I had with Jean-Pierre. That was beautiful. Equally, not um, not saying people should just like. Again, I'm not saying anything. Like yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, for oh, me, yeah, like yeah. I have no intention of... I don't know, I've never been someone who... I've had a lot of... Um, let me let me rephrase this, How I, what I want to say. I've had the fortune of having a handful of really close friends. And I've also had a large um, number of acquaintances. But I generally, I wouldn't say like I have a lot of friends. I, like I know a lot of people who I've had lovely connections with, maybe in a work manner or whatever. Um, and then I've had like a very, yeah, close-knit of people who I consider my truly good friends who I could trust and rely on um, to put, you know, my best interests as their own or, you know, not above their own interests, but like as, you know, they wish the best for me. Um, yeah, and so it's not like I flit about having these connections with everyone and just like a social butterfly. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if it feels right, absolutely. Why not delve in, be open to having that? I think. I, I love that. That's yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Do you? I feel like you must con- you connect with a lot of people because of the conversations that you have with people. Yeah, yeah. I feel very lucky yeah. too. Um, yeah, I, I, I think it's great. Like, I love being able to have a conversation with someone for someone to like as you and I are for you to open up and talk about your life and how much you love to smell things and all yeah. this kind of stuff I love smelling romantic things. connections with Jean-Pierre you know what I mean yeah. like all of that oh my kind god of, I'm gonna have to hide this <laughs> podcast from him it's very it's I, yeah very very lucky and oh, so it's um I can I feel like I can lose myself in these conversations um, I do I I am one of those cliche people who with this podcast I'm like I like it's it's I I just love it That's awesome. and if That's I'm catching cliche. up with someone um, you know no it's never a day of work if you're doing something you love or what have you that's the cliche I was oh, no, that's so but real I just though, right? I love it but also for me it's like very um, therapeutic and also very insightful. It's, it, it, it like it ticks off all the boxes. You're connecting with people. You're learning things. You're being therapized. Therapized. You're. It's uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you might get a little whiff of what they smell you like. You might. You might enjoy <laughs> From afar. the smell. Yeah. 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 I'd never go up and smell someone. That See, would but be weird. You can't smell me from here. Like, come on. You stink. <laughs> you stink. Yeah. <laughs> Um, in the most complimentary way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a cheese. Yeah. The stinkiest. You're like the, the stinkiest blue cheese. Oh my god. Yeah. That could, that could be really rude. Like, yeah. Yeah. like in more than one way. Yeah. Anyway, this I do shower a, every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just had a shower. And I still smell like cheese. Fuck. It's exuding from the pores. I do eat a lot of cheese. Yeah. 
Maybe I should see someone about it. <laughs> like the daily, I don't know, market cheese man. <laughs> I think that's awesome. This has been great. I really enjoyed yeah, this. Me I feel too. like we could continue talking for yeah. several hours. Should we? <laughs> should we be friends? <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. I, I think we're friends. We, yeah. I feel like we were. To straight away. All right. Straight away to friends. To friends. <laughs> the way I said that was a really strange. You you make the chairs. You make the toast. Okay. You make the toast. Number one for you. Okay. There's been too much giggling in this conversation <laughs> that's not relative to the ratio of one we've had. We've barely had two glasses. It's been a lot of giggling. Yeah, it's been great. Oh Such an enjoyable conversation, I, honestly. Yeah, thank you for making me laugh. This yeah. has been hilarious and yeah. super fun. And <laughs> Well, I've been laughing at you. I've been laughing at you. <laughs> this is the thing. I'm like, thank you for making me laugh. I've been the one making a fool of myself. All right, but you anyway. made the toast. Okay, here comes the toast. This will be the Something end of the, of the conversation. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'd like you to swirl your glass. <laughs> Take a sniff. Yeah. And cheers to a fully functioning nose. <laughs> cheers. That's <laughs> weird.